last time on Multi-Class Theater. While traveling to Nightfall to steal the mysterious Golden Rock, our heroes-ish were confronted by a trio of Korok who asked them to help save one of their own from the vile Cornelius von Clement. After finally getting to roll initiative, they routed Cornelius's men and rescued the prisoners. And that is where we join them now on Multi-Class Theater. Zoe's grunting in disgust at this moment, and she's going to just kind of walk out of the trailer and go see how the Korok is doing. Um, I'm going to stay in the trailer. I'm going to look for, I'm going to get his keys and also look for any sort of interesting objects. Okay. The keys are easy to retrieve from his belt as he is um, doubled over. Yoink. Searching around in his trailer, you find secreted away in a small chest, you find 200 gold pieces. And you have his hat. I do indeed have his hat. I tip it to him as I walk out of his trailer with his money and his keys. My hat! Mm. Rotan, give me my hat! You know what? Come with me. I... I, uh, I can get you patched up. Come along, come along. And I, I want to try and offer him my arm to see if he'll come out of the wagon with me. He reaches up and he takes your arm and he tries to half pull himself up, but he can't seem to. He's in too much pain. Rotan, my dear boy, it just hurts too much. Why don't you come down to me? <laughs> I want to, I want to picking him up and uh, and carry him out of the out of the wagon like bodyguard style yeah okay oh Rotan, you're such a romantic oh yes that I've have heard that said before okay so you walk with him out of the trailer the Korok are gathered around the cage with their companion or the, the fellow Korok in it. And you see one of them is trying to break the lock off with their spear or their club. They're just trying to clobber the lock and break it. Meanwhile, the other cages, you notice they're shaking their doors, rattling the cages, hoping that you will free them. I'm going to make the rounds to those people. That's probably what I would do when I leave the uh, trailer. Is go see if I could like use my thieves tools to lockpick them. Okay, which cage are you going to go to? There is... A cage with a lizard person in it, a cage with an orc in it, a cage with a small man playing solitaire in it, and then the cage with Rotan in it. Uh, I'm going to go let Rotan out. The mirror Rotan, I assume. Do I need to roll for uh, yeah, roll. picking? Okay. Yep. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, 11, I think? Uh, no, that's not going to do it. Soe is just not good at picking locks really not her specialty jingle jangle are you making yourself known with these keys yeah i see uh i see silway fumbling with the uh lock and uh here try this lock pick yeah that's probably best and rotan in the cage says why thank you mora i can't do rotan i should have you mike you do rotan why thank you mora I mean, so... Oh, no, wait, we're not... We're doing just copy of Rotan. <laughs> the Kenku! The Kenku's back! 
Has have we has has Rotan addressed Silway as Mara in this little bit? Uh yes. In the um when you first met her, he addressed her as Mara. Right. Well no, I'm saying like would the would the I mean I don't know what the mirror man is, is basing his stuff off of, so I will go with what I will go with what the DM says and we can edit all of this out and we'll go back to Why thank you, Mara Uh It wasn't me to let you out. It was uh it was our cat friend here. Do you have more keys? There's more people that need to be let out. The cat person? Fantastic. Yeah, uh, sure. Here's the whole ring. Let's, uh, let's go away from here. <laughs> All right, one by one. Let's just... Apparently I can't pick locks. Uh, that's a skill I need to work on. Let's just let them out. So, Rotan, what are you doing? I want to guide or carry this Cornelius fellow over to one of the cages that is open. Okay. Is one of the Koroks already been freed? No, not yet. I, okay. I mean, not yet. Right now, only uh, your double has been released. Okay, yeah, let's go over there then. So you walk over there and you come face to face with your double, who smiles and bows to you. Is he out of the cage? He is out of the cage. Cool. I want to put Cornelius in the cage and close the door. Rotan, no, don't leave me in here. And I want to pat him on the leg and burn a little bit of my healing energies to, like, patch it up. Not a lot. Let's say five. Let's give him five. Well, can you control how much you heal, or...? Uh, I can... Yes. Yeah, I can control how much I heal, I think. Okay. Maybe. All right. Let me check the long text for that. I mean, regardless, it's up to the maximum amount. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you heal enough to close the wound on his leg. Yep. Oh, thank you, Rotan. I knew you cared. And um, I want, I want to try and catch the cat person's eye. Uh, what's the cat person doing? Uh, I thought we were walking off to unlock uh, the other cages. That's what I thought, too. So the cat person has his back to you. Okay. Well, so so can these cages lock themselves? Uh, no. There are separate padlocks to them. And I don't know, did you leave the padlock, or did you take it with you, or...? Silway did the unlocking, so I will... She is the master of unlocking, so I... No, I would have just kind of left the padlock there unlocked, and then walked down the, down the row to the next cage and unlocked it, leaving the padlock just open on the cage. So the padlock is just hanging there. Yeah, then I want to lock him in. But Rotan, why? Well, as you said so yourself, these cages are for half-people persons. But I'm a full-people person. Hmm. I think Rotan's gonna walk off at that. He'll say, think on your misdeeds. And then he'll leave. And go check out this duplicate of himself. Alright, as you turn to go... All of a sudden, you hear the thwang of a bow, and you feel an arrow whiz by you. And as you turn, you see that the arrow has caught Cornelius in the neck. He looks at you and reaches out his hand tentatively, as if to say, you are my one true love, and then crumples back (laughs) and dies. This man falls in love very quickly. Rotan's just that good looking. I, I, I really think so. He's spellbinding. Oh, not again. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> My lovers are always getting arrows to the neck. Who are you, James Bond? <laughs> I think... I think if James Bond didn't know what sex was, then yes. <laughs> I think... I think that would be a fairly accurate description. <laughs> I don't I don't think Rotan really understands where children come from. <laughs> <laughs> So why you have the key? Assuming there's no strange encounters along the way, I'm just gonna walk down the row of cages and open them one by one. Can I just kind of like unlock, pull the padlock down, and then walk by right, without well, saying anything. Let's let's go one one by one. Who are you going to first? Uh, whichever one's next in line, we'll say Orc. Uh, Orc is not Korok would be next in line. Okay. Well, it depends. You can go one of two ways. It's either the Korok or the uh, man playing solitaire. Okay, then the man playing solitaire. You walk up to the cage of the man playing solitaire, and he looks up and he says, Are you going to free me? Yep, sure am. That's very exciting. I'm very happy. Glad to hear it. Click, click, clank. Do you have a family member by the name of Sheila, perchance? No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you the brother-in-law? No. Do you have any experience doing secretarial work? Um, I'm a chartered accountant. Ah! <laughs> Alright, moving along to the next cage. Come see the fearsome beast man do your taxes. Well, thanks. Uh, be seeing ya. And just sulks off into the brush. <laughs> he just walks into the bushes. <laughs> yep. You don't want to ride any place? <laughs> Pretty much. So you move along to the next cage, which would be the orc. And as you're walking there, you look around and you notice Rotan's double is gone. So this does not concern me. Okay. So I'm just going to unlock the orc's cage wordlessly, unless he's deciding to uh, talk. Okay, so you go to unlock the orc's cage and you undo the padlock and you start to open it and the orc reaches up, grabs the cage door and pulls it back closed. Okay. I will sort of pull the cage door back towards me open a little bit to see if he resists. He does. Then I'll shrug and leave the padlock open and say, you do you, orc. <laughs> <laughs> and then continue walking to the next cage. She's very determined to just go open cages one by one. I, I see that. All right, so the next one is the lizard person. Okay, so get there, stick the key in, turn it, click okay. back. You open it, and and as you do, the like barely have you cracked the door, and the lizard person springs out and goes shuffling off into the bushes. Uh, my fur bushes, my ears prick up towards the lizard person, my eyes grow huge. <laughs> and you can kind of see a little bit of wiggle in Mist's butt. <laughs> I, f I picture the, the lizard is one of those like little lizards like scampering. Yes, which my cat recently caught. Okay, so that is everybody. And now you're back to where the Korok are. Okay, so unless they've managed to bash open that lock by now, I will uh, offer the key. 
took your time. There's a lot of cages. Therese takes the key from you. Ah, he could have come here first. I didn't know what you're doing. You seem to have things under control over here, so I thought I would free the others first. Ah, you stupid clonker. Clonker? Still, fair. Fair is fair. You did help us out. Do you see metal on my body? She jerks her thumb over her shoulder towards Rotan. Well, him, yes, obviously. Clonker. But... Are you talking about me? Nothing's going on over here. Be quiet. She opens the cage, and one of the other, uh, the taller Korok, who was with her, once the doors open, rushes in and hugs the Korok man who was in there. And hugs him tight, and then pushes him away, and then hauls off and smacks him as hard as she can, and starts yelling at him in a language you do not understand. Lovers? Aye. Well, good luck to them. Eh. He's going to need it. So thank you, Clankars. I appreciate the help. You're very welcome. The two larger Koroks start walking off the newly freed man. And Therese lingers back for a moment and says, I appreciate your help. If you're ever in the north and you need a guide, I guess try to find me. That's good to know. Thank you. And so she does this little ceremonial bow to you and then turns and walks away. She heads back over to Rotan. Did you heal him? Just a little bit. Why? Well, I decided it would be the just thing to do. To see him locked up in in one of those cages had a, had a certain amount of poetic justice. Irony. Something like that. I'm a big fan of poetic irony. So we were going to drag his cage along with us down to Nightfall? No. Oh. I thought we could just leave him here. So, a slow death by starvation. Perhaps. Perhaps he had a way to get out by magical means. I do not know. This seems reckless. I'm, and I'm, I'm confused. That I, I, I don't follow. He clearly was a worse person than all these guards that we killed. Why didn't the guards get mercy? Ah, well... How many of those gods did I kill? I... <laughs> I guess none. Aha! Exactly. Would you not have killed them? Mm. I would have killed them if they kept attacking me. Well, Cornelius kept attacking you. He did. But that's different? It is. Interesting. Because Keep poetic tight. irony was involved. I I was keeping him alive because I thought he might be useful. And I really wish the Korok hadn't killed him. This mercy is, seems a bit misguided. I don't know. And then after I, uh, after I went through all the work to put him in that cage, he got shot. That also has a certain degree of poetic irony to it. Well, it works on us all. The world is better off, I suppose, but I just wonder if the next time we have a fight that comes up, are you going to take mercy on the people that are attacking us? Uh, it depends. It depends. Do they deserve it? Well, depends on who you ask. Can we take a vote before you have mercy on them? Well, uh... We can set up a mercy committee mm. with an, an agenda to vote on whether to execute people. This, Will that cost an action? This, this seems very dark. <laughs> it's death panels. Yes, we can call it a death panel. <laughs> I, somehow I think the cat will be voting in favor of death, but I may be wrong. And 
And if we decide to show mercy, the person gets health care. But if <laughs> if we decide not to show mercy, then then we kill them. Yes. <laughs> Healthcare in this case means casting cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I would be amenable to discussing this beforehand, yes, but in the heat of the battle, you know, I must make these decisions as I see fit. The annoying thing is that now it's very hard to search his body, because I've locked him in a cage. If only we had a key of some kind. And then she just kind of walks over and unlocks the padlock. Yes, if only. So you search his corpse, and you discover a small coin purse, which he has a few gems in there. Ooh. Uh, ruby and emerald. There's also a few, few gold pieces, a few silver pieces in there. He also has a small black book. Mara, I'm going to let you take care of these. And he winks at you. Wait, take care of what? Uh, he holds out, like, the gems and stuff. Oh. She takes them and inspects them and is kind of curious. And I'm going to open up the black book. As he does so, Mist pretty much appears over his shoulder looking at the same book. All right, you open up the title page of said book, and it reads in a very flourishing handwriting, the erotic adventures of Cornelius von Clement. <laughs> All right, I'm going to flip through it quickly, see if it looks like it has useful information in it. Uh, it has information in it. I'm not sure how useful it'll be, but yeah. you learn more than you ever wanted to know about the erotic adventures of Cornelius von Clement. Do I? Intelligence check. <laughs> That's any... That's an 11 minus 2 is 9. Nope, you are thirsty for more. Hang on, I'm going to make a constitution check. Uh, yeah, you hear from behind you, Roten? <laughs> As Mist coughs up a hairball. And this is where Roten learns how babies are made. I did not think this anatomical configuration was even possible. Okay, side note. My cat actually just came in as I did that and is looking at me like, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. I'm good, buddy. You go eat your dinner. So you're in the camp. You've The orc is still sitting in the cage. And that's about it. There's dead bodies everywhere, and Mist has already ransacked the trailer. Um, I'll check the other dead bodies just kind of to see if there's anything useful on them. You find like a few copper pieces, nothing much. They're pretty uh, poor as things go. Okay, I'll look back at the orc and say, um, can you understand us? The orc doesn't acknowledge. Does he look at me? No, his back is to you. Um, we should, are we leaving here? Are we done with this little adventure here? Should we get back on the road? This was a bracing diversion, but I am ready to continue. Yeah, I'm bored now. You get back to the road to where you stowed the wagon with the body you found, only to discover that the wagon is gone. Uh, the body with it? Yes. And the horse? And the horse. Everything.
find the uh, branches that you used to cover the cart cast aside. So you definitely know you're in the right spot, but no cart, no horse, no body. Any sort of any sort of tracks from whoever might have done this? Roll a survival check, please. Uh, 17. Uh, yes, you see pretty clear tracks. It looks like wheel ruts from the cart heading south along the road. Any like footprints or like any clues to who might have been here? I guess this I mean, is an investigation sort of thing, huh? Yeah, you could try an investigation check. Yeah, this will go great. Uh, yeah, that's a four. Yeah, uh, not that you could tell. The road seems well-traveled. Uh, where's our cart? South, by the, by the look of it. Did someone just find our cart and take it? Hey, well, you're the nature tracker cat, right? What do, you, do you see anything? Is this their tracks? This is our cart's tracks, yes. Okay, we need to find that cart. Well, then we go south. All right. I point after the tracks again. <laughs> Do we need to run? We need to. We need to catch up. They have a. They have our horse. Uh, I mean, I'm more of a sprinter than a long distance runner. Don't worry, I will catch them. And uh, yeah, Roton's gonna take off in the direction that you pointed. <laughs> where's his? Where's Roton's? Um, his donkey is still there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> like we could take this, or we could not. Alright, well, we gotta go. We need to catch up. We need to find that cart and that body. Yeah, Roton left his donkey behind. Hey, you don't want the dead body walking away. Alright, if you can't run, then get on that donkey and ride, I guess. I'm gonna catch up to Roton, and she starts running towards him. I roll my eyes as the two humans run off. Eh, let's hop on the donkey and ride, why not? Do you have animal handling, or...? <laughs> Probably. Uh, well, kinda. We're going to find out. You can handle cats. Does that count? Uh, oh, that's a 16. Hey, 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 buddy. <laughs> um, so do you mind? Like, we got to we gotta go. So uh, Concord seems quite fine with you on his back. He doesn't move very fast because he's a donkey, but, you know, he's chill. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's go after uh, let's let's go after the the humans there. Clip clop clip clop. overtake them pretty quickly because i imagine rotan is going to tire soon enough since he's running in full armor yeah so silway you've caught up to rotan who's breathing heavy and doubled over come on rotan we gotta go we don't know how far ahead they are they might be right up there yes yes i i'm coming and he starts like staggering down the road (laughs) hey hey rotan do you want to like swap here as I pull up on the donkey, roll down the window. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, baby, you want to go for a ride? Honk, honk. I saw you checking out my fine ass because um, I'm on a donkey. Oh, don't no. talk about sweet Concord that way. I don't think Concord's very fast. 
Yeah, Rotan will say, no, I'm fine. You don't look fine. I'm fine. Uh, are you tired? Are you going to be able to keep up? Yes. Okay, then then do it. And she starts running ahead again. Let's do a uh, let's do a constitution check for Rotan to see about how far he gets before uh... <laughs> sixteen. Oh, so he's still he, he's hanging in there. Come on, let's go. We gotta catch up to him. Yes, yes. I. <sighs> okay, so you get a little further down the road, and give me another constitution check, Rotan. You still haven't seen anything, although the trees around you are getting lighter. The forest is getting less dense. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> All right, so you're um, Silway, one, but it's he's a, unconscious. Yeah, it's no, Silway, you're kind of like jogging ahead, and Mist, you're casually walking alongside Rotan when he starts to slow down, and then he just gasps. He's like, I can... <gasps> and then just falls face forward into the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he's been bubbling to himself for like the last few minutes. <laughs> like, catch, catch evildoers getting away. And so while you hear the clang as he hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you knock over a pile of pans in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, I hop off of the donkey and grab the rest of the rope that was on Rotan's pack and look at Silway. All right, well, let's get him up there. Um, he looks heavy. Well, there's two of us. <laughs> let's just leave him. <laughs> I'm not carrying him or dragging him. Yeah, I thought you were just going to tie the rope to him and drag him behind the donkey. This <laughs> looks up at absolutely nothing. And then, the oh, no, better yet, better yet. Mist suddenly reaches for a book that he's got uh, uh, in a pouch on his belt, flips it open, flicks his ears, and then says, I got a better idea. Why don't we just drag him behind the donkey? That could work. I mean, he's he's got armor. It's not gonna like hurt him, right? Sure, probably. I don't know. <laughs> let's say yes. He'll be fine. All right. You know what? Before we go there, let's try this. And she kind of leans down and slaps him in the face a few times. Like, wake up, wake up. So wait, give me a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fourteen. You slap him pretty hard, and he starts to babble and comes to a little bit. Wake up. Come on. We got, we got places to Did go. Did I catch them? No. We don't even know who they are. You're laying in the dirt. I don't know if you noticed. Yes. Come on. We're standing up. We're, we're moving. Perhaps perhaps you should go on without me. And just, like, leave you here? Doing some very important strategizing. Can you do that from the back of the donkey? Yes. Get on the donkey. <laughs> so he climbs up onto the donkey. Give me a athletics check to see if you can make it up onto the donkey. <laughs> oh, gods, I'll boost him if it needs to happen. <laughs> that is a four plus five is nine. But uh, it's you're, that thing. You're where struggling you like... to get up there. You're like, keep trying to put your foot in the stirrup and keep missing it. <laughs> and are like kind of bent halfway over the donkey. And then he get, gets his foot in the stirrup, and he, like, pushes off, but it's not enough, and so he falls back down, and he pushes off. 
that is not enough. And, yeah. Alright. Obviously, we're not going to catch these guys. So he's given up at this point. She's just... <sighs> Fine. No! Stop with the defeatist attitude! I do like that, even though he's exhausted, his voice still just carries forth in that, you know, heroic baritone. I did not travel halfway across the world just to have a cart stolen from under my nose. Well, we're not going to catch the cart unless you can get on that donkey. A little bit of help? I go to help boost Rotan up there, or haul him up there with ropes, however you want to do this. <laughs> okay, you could, you could boost him up there. We're going to set up a pulley system. No, you can boost him up there. He's He just needs kind of some steadying. Oh. So he's up on the donkey. All right. They're getting away, Concord. After them. And he, like, shakes the reins and Concord starts walking. Very slowly. Very slowly. All right. Well, obviously their horse is going to be faster than our donkey with our giant tin can on top of it. So <sighs> let's just keep moving. Cause, cause, cause I was, I was thinking about something, and this will give us time to talk. Okay, let's talk as we walk down the road towards our stolen cart with our stolen body. <laughs> uh, did, uh, did you want to talk, or did you want to just fast forward? No, let's talk. Oh no, actually, I mean, Mist has been think, Mist has been thinking something over. So, I was thinking about something that Belgian guy said, and. What if, like, he's wrong about the rock, and, like, he doesn't accept that he's wrong about the rock and kills us anyway? I'm pretty sure he's killing us no matter what we do. If there's a rock, if there's no rock, I don't see any way that we come out of this alive. Okay, so so maybe maybe rather, maybe we get the rock, and instead of taking it to him, we take it to somebody who's, like, really nice and won't kill us? This sounds good to me. I mean, if it turns lead into gold, maybe we just, you know... Find some lead and then retire. Run away to some place that has never heard of us and start a life of gold and opulence. I'm all for this. I, I don't know about opulence, but like... You don't like opulence? Well, what I like is not dying. Opulence sounds like a boring word. Well, okay, fine. We will not live a life of gold and opulence. We will live a life of golden existence. Does that make sense? Sorry, this is not my primary language, so I, I, I might use the wrong word sometimes. Oh, what is your primary language? Uh, it's called Tyran. Huh, never heard of it before. Uh, it, it's the primary language of everything that's not on the coast of this side of the world. So this Nightfall place we're going, do they have, like, are there wizards there? Oh, yes. There's wizards yeah. there. There's It's a big city. There's There's a lot there. Oh, fantastic. I need some scrolls. Is that Terran? Uh, yes, Terran. Uh, so that's the gobbledygook people have been saying. The gobbledygook? Yes. Okay. You said they speak it here, yes? No, not not in this part of the world. In in Nightfall they do, but Nightfall's sort of the exception. Nightfall speaks common and Terran, but basically everywhere else in this in this western coastline is is just common. Ah. Must have been some other language, then. Who was speaking a language that you... Was it the Korak? They were one of them, yes. Oh, they have their own language. I don't speak oh, that one, though. It'd be easier if everybody just spoke common. Oh, yeah, I bet it would be. She's very snarky about this. Yeah, let's all just speak common, sure. Or, yes. or oh. I have an idea. You could speak my language? That would be great. 
you are in her country, just saying. Learn, Tyrion. This is this is your country. Um, well, no. I'm sorry, I'm confused. Well, my country, no, it's not my country. Um, this land, this part of the world is settled by the Harathians or Rathians. I, I don't know how to say that word anymore. Sheila confused me. But yeah, it's your people. The people who speak common settle here. And so this is sort of their realm. Or it is now, now that they've got rid of the orcs that were here before. But there's other parts of the world that are not this part. Oh, so we should all be speaking orcish, actually. Uh, yes, technically. Or Korok. Well, where I come from, I've never heard of Korok before. Oh, I don't think they exist over... Wait, where are you from? Me? Yes. From across the ocean. Oh, well, okay. That's... Is there only one place over there? Yes. It's just here or across the ocean? Yes. Oh. I think so. In that case, I'm from the land. The same side of the ocean. That's where I'm from. Ah, very good. Okay. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Where, is so, it? where, where are the giant cats from? Waterdeep, or... Wait, water, what is Waterdeep? It's a city. Is it across the ocean? Yes. Waterdeep sounds like it should be in the ocean. Very deep. Deep in the water. Is that... that Oceans are deep. Yes. And they're water. It's kind of beside the deep water. But beside the deep water is shallow water. Yes. Well, that didn't sound as good, I think. I think if it was called Water Shallow, not as many people would live there. Uh, okay. Between that and Haroth, I don't understand your common language at all. You know, to be honest with you, I don't understand it a lot either. He says, surprising no one. Are there other giant cats where you're from? Are there giant cats where I'm from? Probably? I, <laughs> I mean, probably, a f like, yeah, yeah. occasionally, probably but they're not, I don't think they're f from... Yeah, they're not from that part of the world. There's like a whole other continent. Alright, she looks at, um, at Mist. Are you from across the ocean, too? Uh, technically, yes. Are you from the same part of across the ocean that he's from? Uh... Most recently, yes. Are there is there a lot of across the ocean? Well, I, I had to cross the ocean to get to where he's from to cross the ocean to get here. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. It sounds like across the ocean is a big place. It's it's a uh, certainly a vague place because cause like okay. there's a lot across like you say across the ocean it's like there's a lot uh, there's a lot of ocean. See, that's what I was trying to say, and and Rotan was saying, no, no, it's just across the ocean. There's a lot of stuff over there, right? Yeah, well, you're saying it to Rotan. Hey, um, no offense, buddy, but... Okay, so are you from... Why should I take offense? Yeah, exactly. Are you from Deepwater? Me? Yeah. No, I'm from Mastika. Okay, I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Neither do I. I think. There are a lot of things I don't know if I know. <laughs> How you get used you. to it. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, well, how did we get on this subject? Oh, language. Um, anyways, yes, your your common language is not so common as you seem to think it is. Ah, well, then it's very poorly named, isn't it? I agree. I I said that when I when I first got to Nightfall, 
and they were like, you should really learn common. I said, my language is common. And they corrected me and said, no, common with a capital C. And then I had to learn what a C was, and it was this whole thing. Anyways. C is another word for ocean. Oh, wait. You can capitalize the ocean? What? I'm confused. <laughs> this language <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Anyways, you're lucky I can talk to you is what I'm saying. So if I use words like opulence wrong, I'm very sorry. Hi everyone, welcome to the uh, mid-roll. If we haven't scared you off after two and a half episodes, then we really want to thank you for still listening. If you really do like what you hear, to the point that you've stuck it out this long, um, we'd ask you to leave us a review on uh, on iTunes, mention us on Twitter, other social medias. You can follow us on Twitter, we're at uh, MCTPod at Twitter, is that right? At MCTPod, but yeah, close enough. You can tell Mike's a huge Twitter user. I, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't really do the tweets. That's not my, I can't fit what I need to say into 140 characters or 280 or whatever it is now. But anywho, if you do, you can use those 140 characters, 280, whatever we're at now to say, hey, this show isn't terrible. Please listen to it. We would really appreciate that. We're okay with bad publicity too. This show sucks. You should listen to it. That's, that's fine by us. Well, I mean, it's not fine by me, but I'm thin skin <laughs> one. So we thought... Since we're two and a half episodes in, I haven't really given a, a good description of our characters in the story so far, so I thought this might be a good time to take a moment to do that for those who are curious. Ames, Adam, one of you want to take point, or just let me keep talking? You're doing great, Mike. All right. <laughs> so um, it's been mentioned before that Mist is uh, a, a cat person many times, and I picture him as sort of... He, he's kind of has jaguar spots right so not like solid black spots but those little rose pattern spots but his his frame would otherwise be more like he's lean like a house cat so kind of like in a tall abyssinian with jaguar spots instead of that usual kind of auburn dark brown coat and of course now he has a really marvelous hat what does he wear besides the hat what does he wear besides the hat yeah what does he need to wear besides the hat i mean, I mean is he is he naked from the the neck down uh no he's he's, he's got pretty uninspired armor um, with the exception that there's like a little white star shape that kind of adorns uh, the breast of his armor, but not like, not like dead center, but just kind of like off to the side, more or less in the position of a Star Trek com badge. And without going into too much detail about like his gear, because, you know, oh, he has daggers and things. That's kind of, of course he does. The one thing he carries that's besides this uh, spectacular hat that kind of swirls with the night sky and is bound by a white silk ribbon. The one other thing that he has that's kind of noticeable is a is a small leather-bound book with a bright white star on the cover. And he will frequently in, in downtime be scribbling in that and, and uh, uh, referring to it at various points. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm... It's kind of how I'm seeing him at the moment, anyway. So, uh, just one question. Does he, in fact, wear a collar with a little tag on it that says, in case he's lost, please contact? It's, it's uh, yeah, he wears a little collar with a tag that says, if found, fuck you. No. Um, <laughs> no, 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 col no collar. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I feel like Mike is channeling mist a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, that, that sigh at the end. Of, uh... Did you reach up and, like, paw at your neck a little bit there, Mike? Guess which finger I'm holding up, Adam. You can't see, <laughs> but guess which finger I'm holding up. Oh, you're such a great uh, method actor, Mike. <laughs> okay, my turn? Sure. Okay, I think I mentioned Selway is basically a late teenager. I think we said 19 years old. She has, her the most distinguishing feature is she has sort of a, a silver or light gray hair color. And she has the same color eyes, as well as sort of a, a tannish, olive colored, darker than average skin tone. So she's got kind of a distinctive look to her. Uh, the hair itself is like cut really short, like above shoulder length, probably like just sliced off with a dagger whenever she gets sick of it. That's kind of her style that she goes with. And as far as clothing, it's like your standard rogue gear. She doesn't really care what she wears or how she looks. So she just wears like basic, probably black leathers and uh, a couple daggers on her hips and some throwing daggers, I think strapped to her thigh is where I have them. Although you've all seen her before. Does she look at anything besides that that I forgot to mention? No, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, she does have a, a scar on her on her cheek. Kind of like a kind of a jagged looking ugly scar like on her right cheekbone that's the other fact other feature that uh i don't think i mentioned before has she ever revealed <clears throat> or sorry have you ever revealed how she got that it's not in the uh story it is in the story that we wrote way back in the day is it yes i don't know if i want to give spoilers on the recording but uh it, it was revealed really i guess i don't remember it <laughs> i will uh i will send you details privately if you would like yes yes refresh my memory don't spoil it for the author. <laughs> How many knives are visible? Uh, she's got the two obvious like daggers on her hips. Those are kind of her primary fighting daggers. And then I would say you can see four additional like smaller throwing daggers uh, strapped to her thighs. And whether she has more than that secreted on herself other places, nobody really knows. Uh, wait, did you say secreted? Secreted. That's what I, I just wanted to make sure. Good. She just oozes yeah. knives. The the emphasis is important in that word. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Okay, last and certainly not least. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so I, uh, I envision Roltan as being pretty tall, maybe 6'2 or 6'3. Blue eyes, fair of skin, and with flowing blonde hair that he keeps keeps fairly short sort of shrek prince charming style or uh sean bean style type uh hair i think is probably a good a good approximation he wears a uh, set of glistening chainmail over which he has a oh what is that thing called like the the piece of cloth you wear over tabard Tabard, yes, that's the word. So he wears a blue tabard with a set of brown antlers on it. And on his, probably on his back, he keeps a couple of war hammers strapped in and uh, a set of javelins as well, which kind of stick up over his shoulders. He's pretty well built, broad of shoulder, but not, yeah, not World of Warcraft broad of shoulder. Like, Sort of a more realistic broad of shoulder, and always never slouches. You know, he uh, he did very well in finishing school, and yeah, that's uh, that's Roton in a nutshell. 
basically all you need to know about Rotan is he's gorgeous and everybody wants to sleep. With Sheila, him. Sheila, get get out. Get out. What are you doing here, Sheila? Go. Oh my god, Rotan. Oh what do you look like with your shirt off? Just just paint me a wood picture. Sheila, what are you doing here? Are you just following us around? I think she is, really. <laughs> or Rot- Rotan, specifically. <laughs> but only in the mid-roll. Oh, I should also mention, for all of you nerds out there, that Rotan is a half-elf. So that has a, a few uh, uh, mechanical perks, such as dark vision. Yeah, that was news to me. Uh, he got the sleep resistance, and I'm like, what? That doesn't oh, make yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So... I have advantage on saving throws against being charmed, which uh, actually works pretty well for this character. And uh, and I'm immune to magical sleep. Interesting fact on that note. Dana, I, I think we confirmed, like, Silway also has a similar resistance to sleep magic. Oh, really? Uh, yes, she does. For reasons unspecified. Ooh. She is not a half-elf, in case you're wondering. Uh, other than that, uh, I think... There's uh, a bunch of information that's come out in the story. It comes from a noble line, a noble household near Neverwinter. And, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, I don't really, since I have about, um, I don't know, 100 characters, I won't bother going through all of them. No, no, tell us Gruber. <laughs> no. I really just wanted to say that... Um, I hope everybody's enjoyed it so far. This will be the last of the first three episodes that uh, we put up. I think uh, everyone can correct me if I'm wrong, that going forward, we're going to maybe try to put one up every other week. We don't know what day yet, but that's the plan, I think. Sound good? Yes? No? Maybe? Yeah, we're, we're yeah, currently on active. Very reasonable. Yeah, our, our play schedule is, is rather active at the moment. We're trying to get a good backlog built up. So hopefully we can get them released and, and put together relatively quickly. Yeah, finger, fingers crossed on that. But so, uh, and also, I just wanted to apologize uh, very quickly for the quality of my voice in this episode because I was coming down with a cold at the time and it is rough. But I'm much better now. Thank you for asking. Well, I have a cold now, so <laughs> we'll see how that works. And I hate my voice in every episode, so it's okay. Oh, nowhere to go but up. It's improving slowly, and eventually Silway will have like an actual accent or a different voice than mine. As soon as I figure out how to do that. Or she just has a different one every episode, and that just becomes a running gag. you're walking for some time and the forest starts to give way to rolling hills and you are back in an area that I guess looks familiar although you've all traveled this road before you come up over a hill still deeply engrossed in conversation and you kind of see the coast spread out before you and uh, you see the cliffs and beyond that you see the ocean and you can see the the city or I guess the the stronghold of Quarter's End. And as you get closer to it, you can hear before you see a voice yelling in a panic. No, just go away. Leave me alone. 
I I did nothing to you. Nothing. Just leave me alone. And as you get closer, you see a man stuck up in a tree. And three, what looks like either very large dogs or wolves pacing around the bottom of the tree, occasionally jumping up and trying to get at him. Of course it would be dogs. That guy looks familiar. Oh, dogs! The figure in the tree looks up as he hears your voice as you get closer, because I assume Rotan is very loud. Very loud, very recognizable. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, oh, sir! Oh, sir, over here, sir! It's me, it's Gruber, sir! I'm stuck up in the tree, sir! Can you, can you come save me, sir? Hello, Gruber, I'm Rotan. I, I know, sir, you, you gave me a gold piece. God, I was hoping it was him. <laughs> and as you get closer, you can see that he is cradling in his arms, uh, trying to keep it away from the wolves, a ham. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes people might not be getting if they haven't heard the our pre-session that we did. Yeah, that's what the Patreon is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, special inside jokes for Patreon supporters. Ah, oh. <laughs> man, it's infectious. <laughs> you got yourself a ham, I see. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, sure. And he holds up the ham. And as he does it, he half loses his balance and threatens to fall out of the tree. And one of the wolves jumps up and grabs the heel of his boot and starts shaking it. And his boot comes off. And the wolf grabs it, shakes it around in his jaws, and then just casts it aside, realizing it's not a foot. You know, we never had our ham. Uh, sir, I, sir, I'd love to talk about ham, but could you, could you help me out of the tree, sir? Uh, by all means, certainly. Do you know these dogs? Are you still moving closer at this yes. point? Okay, so as you get closer, the wolves take notice of you. And they turn and they bare their teeth. Uh, Rotan bears his teeth back in a beaming smile. And you uh, keep moving closer. <laughs> Charisma check on the wolves for charm. Uh, the wolves look like they're guarding the tree, lest you take away their quarry, their prey. Uh, be gone now. I'm afraid you can't have this particular ham. It's already spoken for. Hey, hey Rotan, I think I know how to deal with dogs. Uh, yes, go ahead. And I'm going to cast Prestidigitation and create the image of a tennis ball in my hand. Okay. I'm then going to wave it back and forth in front of the dog, in front of the wolves. Like, see the ball? See, see the ball? See the ball? Are they, are they looking at the ball? I can't tell if they're looking at the ball. I'm trying to figure that out, honestly. Charisma? Yeah, I'm going to... Persuasion? Wisdom I will checks. say wisdom checks. Yeah, I think wisdom is probably the best way to go on that. All right. For me or for the dogs? For the dogs, not not okay. for you. You you're you're yeah. aware that it's there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so let me just bring up uh, the wolves. Oh, look at that! They actually get a bonus to wisdom, minus to intelligence, but a bonus to wisdom. Go figure. Amazingly, all three of them seem mesmerized by your ball. And I go to throw the ball, and as I make the throwing action, I dismiss the illusion from my hand. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another one to see if they fall for this one. I feel like this is definitely intelligence on their part. But... One of the wolves goes chasing after your imaginary ball. 
<laughs> and now let's all roll initiative. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Uh, I can do maths. Seventeen. Okay, Silway is first. All right, throw a dagger. No ceremony, just we're throwing a dagger at a dog. Twenty-four. That'll hit. And I did not bother doing anything related to sneak attack, so I just get a lovely D4 of damage. Five damage. Okay. I think that's the downside of the dagger is you really don't do much damage. No, it's a very versatile weapon. It's that I can use to get sneak attacks when I need them, but when I go first in the order, there's not much I can do besides just throw daggers at them. Okay, so uh, Mist is next. Yeah, the one that uh, Silway already hit. Oh, wait, you hit one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good old fashioned Eldritch Blast. Um, ugh, that is only a 12. Um, no, that misses. So, Rotan. I'm going to engage and attack. Are you going to dismount, or are you going in there on donkey back? Oh, gosh. Is mounted combat complicated? I have doesn't... no idea. You know, <laughs> I, was, I was reading it the other night. It really doesn't seem that complicated. It's it's not like... It's basically just, you're doing everything, but you're on an animal when okay. you do it. Cool. Then, uh, yes. Come along, Concord! Do I need to make an animal handling check or something? Um, no, because I think you bonded with this animal, so... I've ridden into danger with Concord before. Uh, that is a 21. That will hit. Excellent. That is a 12. You ride in, swing your hammer, and just clobber one of the wolves. And it whimpers and moves no more. So there's one wolf left, and it is going to, well, since you're the only one close, it is going to actually attack and try to bite Concord. Ooh, it hits. You wouldn't happen to have Concord's, uh... Uh, let me pull up a stock mule. Steady, Concord! Uh, ten to hit. Okay, yeah. How many hit points? Eleven. <laughs> okay, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, six points of damage to poor sweet Concord, and it needs to make a strength saving Concord throw. Concord does. Yes. Okay. Uh, must succeed on a DC 11 strength saving throw. Okay. That is an 18. So the wolf grabs onto Concord's leg and bites him, and Concord kind of shakes it off and stays standing. If not, you were going to get knocked over, so... Oh, cool. Apparently mules are sure-footed, which means they have advantage on effects that would knock them prone. Oh, look at that. That makes sense. Huh. Okay, so back up to the top of the order. And Silway. And the wolf is engaged with Concord. Yep, so the one that's biting Concord, I'll throw a dagger at it. I hope I get sneak attack. You've got a friendly... You nope. got friend within... Nope, rolled an eight, or rolled a three, so eight. Uh, we'll do an offhand dagger and see if that one hits. That's my bonus action. Nope, that was a two plus five. Alright, I. Uh, you're, both I just, your daggers go sailing by. Uh, I'm a terrible fighter. At least they didn't stick into Concord, because one of them would probably kill. <laughs> I mean, they were close to being critical failures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been. 
All right. So don't uh, worry, Mist. I would have dealt with it. Mist, it is your uh... debating if I want to go with just the boring option or the kind of interesting option. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try Eldritch Blast again. Get okay. This thing off. Sweet Concord here. There we go. That's a 17 to hit. Uh, that will hit. All right. That is uh seven and four. Eleven force damage. Alright, you your Eldritch Bolt hits the wolf, knocks it through Concord's legs, and the wolf just crumples on the ground. Hmm. Gerba, you can come down now. Okay, missed. You hear uh like a stick snap uh behind you. And you turn in time to see the third wolf that you thought you got rid of is now charging back at you. I got the ball! I got the ball! I got the ball! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, I will give you advantage because you heard him coming. I'm going to hiss, and I am going to scramble up the nearest tree. You're going to scramble up the tree with Gruber in it? With my with my climbing ability of, of uh, twenty, I can move. I can climb twenty feet per round with my claws. Okay, you get up there next to Gruber. So now I'm clinging to the tree. My tail is bushed, and I'm hissing down at the wolf. Ah, uh, we made the tree a cat. How thick does your tail get when it gets bushy? I mean, like, picture a jaguar, and then just like you know, floof, bush that yeah, floof that thing okay. out. Wow. Okay, so uh, so wait, it is your your turn. There is a wolf who is chasing Mist, but could possibly peel off and go after you or Concord. And the other, did we kill the other two? Yeah, the other two are dead. So right. just the third wolf. All right, I'm gonna go. I still have three daggers left, so I'm gonna throw one at the wolf. Ooh, 19 hits. Uh, ah, another five damage. Okay. So you hit the wolf in the side with the dagger, and it whimpers, but it, it's still moving. Rotan, your turn. I will also attack the wolf. Oh, that fell off my table. Okay, that's a 23. That will hit. Uh, 10 damage. Okay, you swing your hammer, and you bring it down on the wolf's skull as it's kind of running by to get a mist, and it just collapses up in the tree Gruber is trying to he's like holding his ham away from mist as if mist was trying to get at it or that he's concerned mist is trying to get at it I don't notice this until the other wolf dies and then uh, I don't know how Gruber's reacting but well I can I mean he's like he, he watches the other wolf drown he's like oh thank you sir thank you you saved me sir oh my goodness thank you so much was that to me or to Rotan? That was to Rotan, since Rotan killed two of the wolves. Mist, this is Gruber. He's one of the first people I met when I came to this place. Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, nice ham. Uh, um, you're a cat. You're a human. What are we doing? <laughs> I've never met a talking cat before. Well, first time for everything. I'm, I'm imagining that Mist has this Cheshire cat-like grin as he's looking at this ham. <laughs> Just like this giant. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm Mr. Kitty Cat. Um, no, just missed. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Um, I'd, li I'd like to get out of the tree now. Can, can you? Oh. Do I have to call the fire brigade to get you out? I glare at him and then drop down out of the tree. 
Okay, Gruber slowly, clumsily follows, managing to fall the last three or four feet onto his rear end. And then he gets up and he walks over and he actually hugs Concord. Oh, sir, thank you. I knew you'd come save me, sir. Oh, Gruber, don't feel bad about that fall. Cats always land on their feet. I I wasn't feeling bad, sir, but I'm just so happy, sir. You saved me. You saved my ham. But but what are you doing here? Well, it's kind of a long story, sir. You see, um, when you gave me the money, I put it in a safe place because I didn't want to lose it. But I still wanted to buy me ham. But then I kind of lost it. And then when I was looking for it, I... Well, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. I actually went and I finally bought the ham. But then when I was trying to cook it, I accidentally burned me house down. And, but I did manage to save the ham. Ah, priorities. And then um, I was just kind of walking because I was not sure what to do when these three wolves came after me. And, you know, here we are. Fascinating. Gruber, how long <laughs> has it been since we met last? Uh, I don't know, sir. It's been like 24 hours or maybe. Uh, no, sir, it's two been at weeks. least a month. At least a month. That's a long time to pursue a ham. Well, sir, you know, you gotta look for the right ham. I like your persistence, son. Well, uh, sir, if, if I may. It, and and tell me if I'm out of line here. But but um, scenes how I don't have a home. Like maybe you be in the need of someone who can like you know do things for you. Yes, yes. In fact, with a stout heart such as yours and uh, a penchant for good food, I think I could make good use of you. Oh, thank you, sir. You may be the happiest grouper ever, sir. Ah, yes. How many Groobers are there? Well, there's me, sir, and then there's another boy who was in the orphanage, also called Gruber, and um, uh, my my cousin's called Gruber, and I think I think my sister's called Gruber too, sir. Yes. So, and and this this boy in the orphanage called Gruber. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, he didn't have a mustache and an eye patch and a hook. Um, no, sir. He was okay. just a boy, sir. Okay, good. So we won't be running into him again. That's good. <laughs> well, since you don't seem to have any any uh, villainous backstory characters, I I would very much like you to uh, to uh, serve uh, serve me me as uh, as we we go adventure. Do you like adventure? Oh, I've never been on an adventure, sir, but I'm, I'm mostly good at sort of, you know, um, I, I could do your laundry, sir. Ah, yes. I have been rolling around in the road recently. Uh, oh, yes, sir, um, well, um, where are you going anyway? Well, we're going yonder. Uh, is that, is that a town, sir? Yes, I, I think so. Is it a town? He turns to... <laughs> Are you asking me if there's a town that's literally named Yonder nearby? No, don't be silly. I'm asking if that's a town. If 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 the 
if yonder is a town? Ah, language barriers. I see. Yes. So, when I say yonder, I mean over there. You're asking if there is a town nearby. We can see the town from here, right? You can see uh, Quarter Cent where you were before. Okay. Uh, yes, there is a town. It's it's right there. It's where we met like a month ago. Ah, oh, I thought it looked familiar. Gruber lived there, which is why Gruber is here now. Yes, that would explain it. I was about to ask you how you came to be here so far from your home, but I suppose you're not really that far from your home, are you? Um, uh, no, sir. Well, yes, sir, because it's burned down, sir. Ah, but in a sense, it is now everywhere. (laughs) Um, I suppose so, sir. So Um, your home is everywhere that you are. You're very smart, sir. We'll make an adventure out of you yet, Gruber. Sir, um, your, 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 your horse, sir, he's injured, sir. Yes. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's had worse. But we probably should get him fixed up as soon as possible. Gruber. Uh, yes. Yes, mum. By any chance, has a horse and cart come into town in the past, uh, day or hours? Oh, no, not in town, ma'am. But I, I did see someone driving a horse uh, while I was up in the tree. Oh, did you know where they went? Uh, they kept going down the road. How long ago was this? Uh, um, you see him start to count on his fingers. About seven hours, mum. Seven hours? Oh, we're never going to catch them. What did they look like, Gruber? Did they have a mustache and an eye patch and a hook? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so, sir. Um, mm. They were wearing a cloak. It was very odd to see. And, you know, I was trying to keep my arm away from the wolves. Oh, so this happened while the wolves were trying to get your ham? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. I don't normally hang out in trees, sir. So this person just rode by and didn't even give you a look? Um, I don't think so, sir. Hmm. And you've what been kind of cloak? In that tree for seven hours? Uh, yes, Mum. That is some dedication. You must love that ham. Well, I, well, I, I also thought they may eat me, man. I, I, I suppose that's still. I, I mean, I'm, the, I'm impressed with your climbing ability. Well, it's not that odd. I don't have to be a cat to get up in that tree. Well, we need to find that cart, and it apparently is seven hours south of here. And we are never going to catch it unless we buy, like, a horse for all three of us to speed down that road as fast as possible. And I am quickly losing hope that we will ever find that that cart and the horse ever again. Gruber, I'd like you to come with me and see if you can help us identify this cart. And this cart person. Uh, okay, sir. Cart thief. Yes. Uh, what what color cloak were they wearing, perchance? It, it was black, sir. Ah, and it was just one person? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. There may have been a really small person, but I, I think there was just one of them. <sighs> Don't worry, Mara. And he gives you a very, like, big wink. Very noticeable wink. We will find them in no time. Have faith. How are we going to find them? They are not even in this town. And I, we assume they're on the road, but they're far ahead. And... Who knows where they're going? <sighs> ah. 
We simply need to find somebody wearing a black cloak. Oh, sure. The, the one person wearing a black cloak um, along the road. We'll just find that one person. Well, it may not be the first person we encounter, but perhaps the second, or the third, or the fourth, or the fifth, or the sixth. Or we'll just never find them again, and we'll just have or to go st- steal a golden rock and... Or some other number. Not be killed for our efforts? I, I don't know. I don't even know what to do anymore. Or we could, we could like, hire a wizard to scry on the... You want to hire a wizard? Well, I mean, I don't know the spell, but, like, aren't there spells to find someone? Well, that's as good a plan as any, I guess, to find a wizard. We're not going to find one until we get to nightfall, I would guess. So, I mean, unless we want to go to Quarter's End just to rest, it seems like moving onward is... Nightfall's where we're off to, but although truth be told, we might be able to hire another cart and whatnot in Quarter's End and then make up some ground. I think that makes sense. I don't want to walk to Nightfall. We need horses or... you just Didn't you find a whole bunch of gold on Cornelius' uh, cabin? What? Did I do what? Didn't you find some gold? Did I find gold? You're the one who... No, no, no. You found... You, you guys got all the rubies and stuff out of his pockets. I swear I heard you jingling when you were walking around. But those were the keys. You gave me the keys. Right. Right. The keys were jingling. No. When I walked over to you then and gave I, you the keys. Then I heard more mist. What are you... What? You're hiding it. You're hiding something. Hiding what? Something that jingles. I mean, I have my own money. <sighs> I didn't spend everything when we left Roth. You sneaky cat. I think you found something in that, in that cabin. I found the keys. <sighs> so, all right. Fine. Then I guess we're all just buying our own horses. I have gold. Does everyone else have, still have some of uh, Arnon's gold left we can buy horses with? Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend much when we left. What? When? You. You know what? You know what? This round of horses is on me. How about that? Since well, I didn't spend too much before we left Roth. I did buy the last one and the cart. So yeah, I. I. I would appreciate some help supplying the the group. Which which I just offered. You don't have to be snarky about it. Oh, I'm being snarky. Nightfall is a curious town. As you enter through the city gates, you notice that it's a mosaic of architectural structures, as if people from all cultures, all places, have taken root here and have brought their architecture, their style with them. So there's pagodas and minarets, there's wood buildings like you saw in Roth or that you would see in the north or in Neverwinter or in Waterdeep. And as you get further and further into the city, you notice that the buildings become older and older until you get into the deepest part of the city and the buildings transition from wood buildings to stone and you find yourself in Old Town. The oldest part of the city is actually the most unique part because it clings to the cliff itself. And there's a single road that winds down the cliff. Like if you've ever seen the Amalfi Coast in Italy, that kind of idea where the the town is literally hanging off the side of the cliff. And then far down below, you see the docks and some warehouses 
And along the road, the little street that's winding down, one particular building stands out. It is almost looks like it maybe was once a monastery or a place of some importance. As you get closer to the building, you notice there's a large crowd of people gathered outside wrought iron gates. And you see two or three guards that are standing in front of the gates, trying to push back the crowd and keep them at bay. You can't really see beyond them yet, but you can see on the other side of the the wrought iron gates is a cobblestone courtyard. And beyond that is what looks like a manor house that has a tall spire coming up from the roof. Mist is just scribbling furiously in his book as uh, as they enter and see all the different types of architecture and so forth. He's just trying to jot down as much of it as he can. He could spend a long time doing that. It is a yeah. uh, it's kind of like a free for all. It's just it's just a mishmash of and this architecture and that and that and that as the, as he if there's anything as he recognizes things and then other things that don't know what that is but it's here in so you're moving closer to the crowd of people, the guards, standing in front of the gate. What are you going to do? Suffice to say, it's a little bit of a commotion, and it has definitely um, caught your attention. Rotan likes a commotion. So Rotan is a commotion. Miss turns to Silway. Well, you know the scoop here. What's what's going on? What's this place? Yeah, this is, this is the place. This is Griffin's Perch. This is the place we're supposed to R.O.B.? The... Remember the thing we came to Nightfall to yes. do? Yes. Okay. Good. Do do people know that it's a thieves' den? Uh, it's not a thieves' den. It's a uh, the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock. What is that again? It's a a bunch of brothers in hoods, um, and they have a golden rock. We had this conversation yesterday. What do they do all day? I believe they drink and turn lead into gold. I don't actually know. Doesn't sound like a bad life. Yeah, they they don't really work with the Thieves Guild much, so all I know is kind of what I heard, which is basically that they are a brotherhood of people who drink and have this rock. Well, let's go down and see what all the fuss is about. Gerber, hold my horse. Oh, oh yes, sir. And Gerber obediently takes the reins of the horse. Of all the horses, and stands there loyally until you return. So handy, <laughs> Gruber is. <laughs> I have this mental image of like Gruber as a New York City dog walker. He's like four dogs, <laughs> like four horses, and he's being dragged behind them. You push your way through the crowd, and they part in front of you because the rotan is fairly impressive. And as you get to the front and look through the gates, you see splayed out on the ground in the middle of the courtyard the corpse that you found along the road. It's splayed out within a magic circle, and its once pristine and perfect skin is desecrated and covered with sigils that have been burned into it.
cliffhanger. Will Silway confront her past? Will Mist get his claws on that ham? Will Rotan teach Gruber how to goddamn cook? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Okay, so um, I'm going to need a five-minute break to use the restroom, and then we can pick up and keep going. Sounds good. This has no discernible plot. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad you feel that way. What is this bad fan fiction? At this point, I'm reading over your shoulder, too, because I'm curious. What what are you reading, Rotan? I can't unread that. It seems to be some sort of biography. The erotic adv- oh oh okay, you you should keep that. You might learn should some I? things. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be a very good book. It should be burned. You never know. It might have some useful information for you. Like what kind of useful information? Well, things like how to get Cornelius von Clements turned on, which is not as useful now as it was an hour ago, but. Still. I don't understand what you mean by turned on. Um. Do you mean, like, with some sort of motorized device, perhaps? Or or something that uses electricity? Um. My my knowledge of the the common language might be a little lacking here. I don't think I can adequately describe what's this is about um but you should read it anyways it, it's probably useful turning on to what uh to sex ah do you know what that is yes. he begins scribbling furiously in his book <laughs> dear <laughs> cat sith please make me blind in death <laughs> I believe that's what happens when two people love each other very much. And that's when this became multi-class theater after dark. <laughs> okay. Oh, you missed, you missed all the fun, Diana. No, yeah, I, I, I walked back into some of it. <laughs> Flipping through. It's like, there's this character in chapters one through three who never shows up again in the rest of the book. <laughs> Just delivers a pizza and leaves. <laughs> Uh, Uh, Oh, Cornelius. He died too soon.